Uh, welcome to Disney Minus, a podcast oh. where we go through every Disney movie in whatever order we damn well please, until we get to all of the canonical Disney movies. Yeah. Uh, I am not your host, but my name is Ash, and joining me today are Steven, our actual host, and Veer. Uh, my na- my pronouns are she, her, and it, it's. <laughs> I'm Veer, the substitute Nero. Today's my pick. Uh, ooh, ouchie. My Nero substitute sub, substitute Nero disease is flaring up again. <laughs> Dang it! I was okay. Well, first off, I'm Stephen. They, them, and he, him uh, are my pronouns. I was also I was gonna say podcasting disease is flaring up. So instead, I do genuinely wish I had a giant spider robot. Uh, my co-hosts oh, are is. unfortunately struck with a variety of diseases. <laughs> I'm fine because I have polar bear blood, and I will never die. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I made it through. Ah, red polar bear spider. Gotcha. Yes, actually. I'm pretty sure there is a spider that has fur. <gasps> Furry spiders. I need a tarantula. Okay, yes. Spider, uh, tarantulas are, co- are common spider. But I swear I heard about like a spider that lives way up in the Arctic and has like for warmth fuzzy bits <gasps> yes yeah, that's possible yeah oh there's one just called the hairy spider at least according to the australian museum so anyway yeah i basically broke the rule of picking an actual movie and instead chose the series final of the yeah. 1994 spider-man and i approved it on his fire wars and I approve uh, Every it Frenchman because... in the world is going to come after you for not calling it Finale. <laughs> and I approved it because, unbeknownst to everyone, but known to me, we also have like at least two other movies that I can think of off the top of my head that are just that episodes of shows. Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, so um, basically, some context. Yeah. No, that you don't actually have to know the context in order for this episode to make sense. I went in only knowing the basics of who Spider-Man is, and even then, it was it was actually very good. I liked this more than uh, either of my other two episodes so far. That is honestly true, though. Yeah, you don't need a ton. Like, that's I guess the good thing about shows that are more episodic is that you really don't need a ton of context for whatever. Uh, Hot take, this is a show for children, and that's why it's good. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, don't get me I wrong, feel I was like they need to be, like, to throw out my one gripe is that I do think there should have been a third episode, like, in the middle. I can see that. that. Or cut out the Stan Lee part at the end. Yeah, can... the Stan Lee part was kind of weird and unnecessary. But also, I don't think it had to be that much longer. I think that it was a good length. It was alright, but I do kind of wish, like, a couple of the spiders got a little more screen time, like how yeah, Armor I th- Spider I think and- it would have been worse if it was too much longer, because, like, honestly, like, the only <laughs> time they really could have gotten a decent amount of screen time was in the fight scenes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if there were more fight scenes... I mean, I guess they could have put more fight scenes in the second episode, but also most of the spiders weren't in the second episode, that so that wouldn't have helped. Yeah. And I guess it's not really like there's a lot of traveling, so it's not like there'd be time for banter, really. It was just, hey, go fight. And they were like, gotcha. True. <laughs> but anyway, 
So, Spider-Man falls out of a portal into a ruined New York City. Yeah. Yeah, he looks around and is like, oh shit, here's some names of places in New York City. Yeah. Oh no, Queens. Oh no, other places that's... uh, If you are a New Yorker, this probably was like... Mean a lot Very affecting you. to you. I am from vaguely near New York, so this at least made sense to me. People from, like, way down south or way out west would probably not really get it. Yeah, I'm in Arkansas. I and in Manhattan. There you go. Yeah, I, same. I, I, I know Manhattan, and I know Queens by name. Yeah, the five boroughs. Uh, do you do you mind if I go off on a bit about the fi- on like an explanation of the five boroughs? Sure, go for it. Sure. Uh, in New York City is divided up into five governmental districts, which are boroughs. They're a sort of smaller sub area common in America, maybe just in this area of America. I don't know. Kind of below county level generally. But here it's dividing the city of New York, like New York City, which is absolutely massive, very significantly large and land area. Yeah, at a certain point, uh, your city is just too big. Could... Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, and Staten Island. Uh, the reason Staten Island gets one in Long Island is part of Queens is because Staten Island is massive. It's one of the larger boroughs. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, each borough belongs to a different county in New York, and holy shit, holy uh, it's, shit, it's both a cultural and a physical geographical divide. Uh, because if you'll notice, almost all of the divisions between boroughs, with the exception of Brooklyn and Queens, are geographical. Because Staten Island is obviously on an island. Yeah, uh, I one of the two rivers. Of New York, uh, the Hudson and the East uh, wow. separate uh, the Bronx and Manhattan from Brooklyn and Queens. And Manhattan's then the Bronx too, and Manhattan right? are separated from each other by a smaller river. Okay. So that's some New York facts for you. Yeah, Another New, New York, York facts. facts uh, <laughs> hey, the, I'm facts in here. Uh, Liberty, Liberty and Ellis Island are... The land is New is New York City, but the, is New York State, but they are completely surrounded by New Jersey territorial waters. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. I love it. Oh yeah, forgot to mention this, but Peter Parker Spider Man in in this yes. is voiced by Christopher Daniel Burns Bonds, something like that. Who is also known for playing Prince Eric in The Little Mermaid. He was in the Brady Bunch movie. He was? Yeah. He and was Greg he, played, Brady. he also played Leonard on huh. Malcolm and Eddie. Honestly, thought that was Malcolm in the Middle at first, and that's why I, I was bringing it up in that, until I got to it. But yeah, anyway. Yes, no, maybe. Ruined New York. Worried about Aunt May, and then the Beyond. He's not just—he's not just Prince Eric in uh, *The Little Mermaid* the movie. He's also Prince Eric in *Kingdom Hearts* too. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> they had Spider-Man yeah. in *Kingdom Hearts*. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, the Beyond shows up, and 
And he is played by, um, I think he's, isn't he played by L. Bean, the guy who plays Senior, Senior, Senior in Kim Possible? Yeah, Earl Bowen. Bowen. Oh, yeah. okay. Earl Bowen, I believe, is how you're supposed to pronounce it. Also, he plays Doctor in the Terminator, first three Terminator movies, but I think yeah, we're both Senior, Senior, Senior is his more important role. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're both looking at the Wikipedia page. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Beyonder shows up and goes like, hey, and May is super dead in this universe. Holy yeah, the shit, guy Blade from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King shows up. Mm-hmm. Blech. It's like, yeah, Aunt May is dead as fuck. What? Which, make, which makes Peter angry. Yeah. So he tries to chase, he's saying hits, hits beyond it, but because there's a no-hit clause in the contract, ah. he, he doesn't get to hit uh-huh. beyond it and just gets to wander around the city a bit more. Yeah. And then we come across the Green Goblin... And the Hobgoblin. Yes. It's fucking Dark Vader, baby! Yeah! Hell yeah! Right, no, no, it's not Dark Vader. Dark Vader was someone else. It's Luke Skywalker, baby! One of those. Yeah. Hobgoblin is voiced by Mark Hamill. Yes. And also, um, I believe Green Goblin was voiced by... Gary was Imhoff it? or Neil Ross. I don't yes, know. Neil Ross. Oh, yeah, Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Neil Ross. But anyway, both of them are seem to be working together. Which Spider-Man basically goes like, the cats and dogs getting and the along. I'm sorry. What? Go ahead and go He says bit. what's happening out loud a lot, which, yeah, fair enough. I mean. But yeah, but it's in return of like, cats and dogs getting along, working together. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really pick up on that, but, like, I guess? I don't know. I don't remember the show well enough. Yeah, in the series, they had... The two goblins had a rivalry going. Okay. I see. That makes sense based on the very little that I know about Hobgoblin from the comics. You know, we actually don't know who Hobgoblin is, apparently. Why? Well, the original. Yeah, the original, that is. Because... Uh, if I remember right, in the comics, like Green Goblin had died, and they hadn't decided to make Harry Osborn the the new Green Goblin yet, or to bring Norman back. But they were like, "But we still want Goblin shenanigans, so we'll just make the same guy, but palette swap." <laughs> so he was just there to do Goblin uh, Goblin stuff, and like they never actually decided who he is. <laughs> if mm. I remember right, like the guy that they eventually gave credit. Was, but never revealed if he was actually the original. Yeah. Was, I forget his actual name, but he later becomes a guy to rinse out the supervillain IPs to people so that way they can become supervillains themselves. God, that's oh, actually no. a really good idea. Interesting. We should probably get back to the movie. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, he Peter chases after the goblins. They go. Goblins head towards this day bugle, or yes. in this universe, the J3 Towers. I like, I honestly, I dig that because his name is just fucking three J's. Yeah, J. Jenner Jameson. I love yeah. it. His first name is probably John or something. Yeah, they bust in, uh, they threaten, 
they they do a quip. They threaten Jonah and his associate, who is, I guess, a guy who's normally friends with Spider-Man. Uh, they do mention that Spider-Man has declared war on Manhattan. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. the whole dynamic is jo- uh, Jameson hates Spider-Man. He's always, I mean, if you've seen the Tobey Maguire movies, yeah, you know exactly what I mean. He's like, Spider-Man's a menace, blah, blah, blah. Robbie Robinson, That's voiced yeah. by Rodney Salisbury. Yeah, so his whole okay. his position is always being like, I don't know, Jay, uh, I don't know, Jonah. He seems like he's doing a good job for the city, and Jonah's like, he's a menace. And Jay Jonah Jameson is voiced by Ed Asner. Oh shit, that's right. Who also voices Uncle Ben in the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon series. I mean, fair. Uh, he's so- also in Cobra Kai. I think that I think the thing that ha- happens next is pretty interesting. Like Spider-Man's not there, uh, so Hobgoblin dangles Robertson. Uh, he says, "No, Jonah, don't give it to him." And Jonah immediately folds because he can't handle his employees being threatened, which I think is very yeah. interesting. This is to remind us yeah, that this, this is a working that I feel like modern Spider-Man writers seem to forget about Jameson. It's that Jameson is a hard ass, but he actually does. Genuinely care about people. Yeah, yeah. And 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 what happens next is uh, Robertson Seven gets ten. dropped anyway because it's the fucking hobgoblin. Spider Man <laughs> saves him, and then he immediately tries to swing on Spider Man. I know. Like that's the thing is, if we had a little extra time, they might have had like had him pause and be like, "Wait, why did you save me?" Instead of just immediately being like, "Punch!" But I do like. It. I think I think it's cool. I think it's good. Also, this also makes him one of the best characters because even though everyone knows that Spider-Man has super strength and durability, and he what, still uh, yeah. goes for a swing. Yeah, like he thinks that this yeah, is spider carnage, and he's still like, punch. Yeah, there's a reason why J. Jonas Jameson made him his right-hand man. Because they basically have the same spirit. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... The goblins take well after a quick scuffle with the goblins and Spider Man. Okay, so yeah, what what happens is Spider Man's like goblins in the Daily Bugle. He rushes off. He prevents them from leaving with Jonah. Uh, (laughs) They're like, "Hey, we're doing this for you. What's the big idea?" And then he quips at them. And then they're like, "Wait a minute, you're a clone!" And then they bust out and like grab Jonah and escape. Yeah, I fucking love how obvious the little, like, trap he set for them is, and they still fall for it. They're not exactly fall for it, I guess, but, like, he put a web in front of, like, the hole they were trying to leap through, like, a solid minute before, and they were still just like, nope, whatever, but why didn't There's we, just, why can't we go well, anywhere? A robber never falls for the same trap twice. <laughs> I know, yeah, I love it. So he just throws, <laughs> okay, so, like, there's, a, there's an interesting thing here that I liked, which is... It's very it's an example of just how tightly written this is because within like five or so seconds, uh, because you see Hobgoblin like take the doll, take the head off of a baby doll, and it starts smoking, and then within a handful of seconds, he tosses it at Spider Man. You get the shot. Spider Man gets his spidey sense, and he goes, "Oh no!" And then he dives through a vent, and then and the bomb goes off and levels the vehicle, and then he like peeks up from a vent. And ah. It happens very quickly. It takes almost about as long as it took me to say it. And the reason why 
this Spider-Man can go into Vince is because he's the imposter. Ah, oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Spider-Man looking kind of sus. The explosion does follow him through the vent shaft, which is always fun. Yeah, that's the missing feature in Among Us. But anyway, if the uh, goblins are able to get the set the transmitted disc from the top of the tower, and they fly off, and Spider-Man is teleported into a dark... Before that happens, before that happens uh, Spidey catches up to Jonah, they have a nice chat, and then he, like, web... And then he, like, webs him up and then ties a, and then runs a line down to lower him to the ground from the top of the building. Yeah, which mm-hmm. it does also just fully look like he lets go earlier than he probably should have, but I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> they just sped it up a little bit. Also, he doesn't get teleported away right after that. Because we get the f- the f- fight number one with Spider Carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is when we get the title drop for this episode. <laughs> oh, it's I fucking really dumb. Puns. Yeah. Because, yeah, Spider Carnage shows up. Um, I kind of honestly lose track of what's happening in the fight scenes. But, like, he he grabs Pete. He's. Or, okay. He grabs Peter, Mostly which he is, like spins him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he like yeah yeah he does uh, the thing where like and then Peter's like wait a minute Whoa. that's Carnage but he has my costume and he sounds like me what's going on yeah also the reason why some fights might be hard to follow is because this due to contract correct reasons they were not allowed to show Spider Man punching people <gasps> so that's why he okay. cut. A lot of times. I also <laughs> Shit, don't I... think Spider Carnage ever punches anyone either. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no one's around to punch each other. That's wild. I anyway, he gets teleported away to, to Madame Web. Yeah. And I love that she just runs like a shitty bar in in Queens. Uh, also... Actually, she runs uh, a, like a, gra- a room that's just a gradient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Madame Reb is voiced by Stanley's wife. Oh, that's neat. I think she is like an actual actor. Yeah, she's in some other stuff. Not much. Mostly, mostly other model stuff. Uh, okay. She was originally a model. Mm-hmm. Huh. Why they always go for yeah. the nerdy guys? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Fucking. Um. Beyonder's here. Beyonder spends this entire two part, and this entire two parter, like actively dying, basically. Yeah, he's like, "Ooh, my powers!" Uh." Uh, Yeah, and And Peter goes up to him, and yeah, Beyonder is on the ground having a tummy (laughs) ache. Peter runs over and is like, "Are you okay?" And then Madame Reb shows up and goes, "No, he's mid." <laughs> and then she's like, "Here's a bunch of other Spider-Men," and then I... we get a bunch of other Spider-Men. I fucking uh, we love get Man. I don't know what he's actually called. I just called him Man Spider because he's the one with six arms. And then Man we get Spider. the Iron Spider. 
Oh, Again, yeah. I don't think that's his actual name. I think that's a different thing. But he's basically Iron Man, but if he was Spider-Man. Yeah. Then we yeah. get the Scarlet Spider, which is his actual name. Scarlet Spider's costume whips. A guy who way. reminds me of Superior Spider-Man, but apparently isn't. He's yeah, called, what, like, the Doc Ock color? Yeah. Because... Yeah. I'm probably going to continue calling them... Go ahead. I'm, I'm probably going to continue calling them... Man Spider, Iron Spider, Scarlet Spider, and Superior Spider-Man, respectively. Even though they I mean are that's in. fair, it's and better then, than what the wiki and does. And then there's a secret fifth, and then there's a secret fifth guy who <laughs> we'll get to much later. <laughs> yeah, I like this dude. He's like, that guy's doing his best, but I love that like our Spider-Man pulls off his mask. At, like, no, I'm the original Peter Parker. As if that's going to mean anything in this and context. then the other fucking spider-man immediately also do it except for the masks except for the the weird guy yeah <laughs> also i like how superior slash dark art killer just makes his kind of a bit more sinister sounding yeah when he introduces hey, we himself need- she also has cool glasses, which is nice. Yeah, they're Doc Ock's glasses. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, noti- yeah, notably, two of them leave their masks on. Uh, Scarlet Spider and Mystery Guy. Scarlet Spider is going to do a reveal pretty soon. Mystery oh, right. Guy, you got to wait a little longer. Uh, yeah, Madam Web does actually pretty neat explanation of parallel universes, which we're all familiar with now, but we're probably less of a thing in like the nineties. I'm pretty sure this was my first multiverse, so yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and basically it's just Rivers, which is a pretty good explanation. I Even mean, though she's completely wrong about how rivers work. <laughs> you know. Like, I mean, she's generally speaking, Red, multiple tri- generally speaking, multiple tributaries feed into one river. Yeah, so the, the other way. So the a river splits off into tributaries only makes sense if you're looking at it upstream. If you're going yeah. upstream. Yeah. She could have just described it as a fucking web, you know? I think a web makes less sense, actually. That's true, but that is what they would the do these days. The river one makes sense until you think about it a little bit more, whereas the web one requires extra thinking to make sense of it. True, but that is the the analogy that they would use these days if if this episode came out like now. But yeah, basically, the Spider-Man Prime is introduced as the leader of the team. Yeah, Iron Spider is like, why does he no. get to be the leader? I should be the leader. <laughs> and then Madam Web's like, he's the only one who won at Secret Wars. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only other background that you need is just they give you flashbacks enough to know, hey. Secret Wars was a thing. Look at Iron Man was there. I do. Ow. I do kind of want to okay, know before what. That, uh, before that happens, one of them takes off his mask and he's a blonde. Yeah, Ben and Riley. He has like a buzz cut. Not a buzz cut. What's that hair called? Uh, crew cut. Crew cut. Um, I don't I think know. it's like it's it's, 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 it's like mil- the military shave. Yeah, it's Guile from Street Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> but mean, yeah. Peter Prime basically go like reacts in disgust and goes like, "I don't even want to know what happened to you." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, but you must. His story is cool." Behold, it turns out, um, and this is a thing from the comics where Spider-Man was cloned, but because of shenanigans, it's not clear which one of them is the clone because the, I think the clone was like given all of Spider-Man's memories up to that point or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
except for the cloning process, so just enough to not know. Yeah. And so the one that thinks he's probably the clone... Yeah, uh, they do They do mention something which is important, is that this is the reality we're in. Yes, also that, it. yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, we are in... the Because basically the clone calls himself Ben Riley. Uh, spider-wise, he calls himself the Scarlet Spider. His costume is honestly pretty neat. I dig it. Uh, but yeah, so mm-hmm. in his, the, we're we're looking at his universe where the Carnage symbiote just showed up one day. I'm sure that probably ties. I feel like that probably ties into a past episode or something. But fuck if I, I remember. So. The clone thing. The clone thing ties into like the clone Mary Jane oh, arc. Carnage. No, no, yeah, the Carnage. Oh yeah, Carnage. Yeah, Carnage is a Carnage is like an established Marvel, uh, Marvel Super well, Spider Man villain. The fact that he just popped out of the wormhole. Yeah, I like. I don't remember out. well enough. Yeah. I don't remember Carnage, Carnage from the show well in enough. The series bef- in the series before. That's right. Yeah, they so immediately call Carnage Spider, well, Spider Carnage, Spider Carnage instead of just Car. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So that's, like, if I were to guess, the Carnage arc of the show probably ended with them just tossing the symbiote into a portal, and so he popped out here. That'd be my guess. I don't I don't remember it well enough, and I'm not about to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember it either, but it's not very important. Yeah. Yeah. Arnie, come here. This, this is, yeah. It, dro- it quote-unquote, drove him completely insane. Yeah. Sure. Which is a little, man. Particularly for one that is still calling himself Peter Parker. Yeah. Spider Carnage. Which for Carnage symbiote changes his outfit to look more like Ben Riley's spider suit in the comics than uh, the uh, original spe- Spider-Man suit. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you know what Sp- Scarlet Spider's outfit kind of reminds me of? Uh, the homemade spider suit from Homecoming. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Pretty sure that was supposed to be like a reference. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what happens next is uh, Iron Spider uh, is a bitch, and in response <laughs> to this, the Beyonder is like, uh, "In the future, uh, Spider Carnage is going to use the dish he stole and a bomb that he has for some reason to destroy every reality with portals." <laughs> Cape Johnson would be proud. Mm-hmm. And I inspire is like, wait, if this already happened, then why the fuck are we here? Can't you, why, if you and, could and, turn back time, why did like, we went back in time, idiot. And then he's like, if you went back in time, why not, why don't you just stop him? And he's like, because I ran out of power turning back time, idiot. Why? Also, we kind of skipped over this, but in, when talking about clones, there was a flashback to Mary Jane. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, to the yeah. Mary Jane clone that I can assu- that I can- like. This is flashbacks to a lot of things that I assume happened because there's flashbacks <laughs> to them, but I have not seen the episodes. Fair, yeah. But yeah. Basically, it turns out that Mary Jane was a clone, and the cloning process was unstable, so she fell apart into water. Peter Parker has like the no reaction. TFW no GF. <laughs> Definitely said the censored version of fuck. When calling out for the scientist guy was, they did all the cloning. I've already forgotten that guy's name. Kurt Connors or something? Is that the lizard? Kurt Connors is the lizard, but that's not who did the clone thing. Huh. The guy who does the cloning 
His supervillain name is the Jackal, but I forget what his actual name is, which they address him by in the show. Yeah, he he Scarlet Spider says the name and then uh Spider-Man our Spider-Man reacts to the name and then Scarlet Spider's like, I see you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. So anyway. He, um... Then then they no- then they nominate uh our Spider-Man as the leader, Iron Spider <laughs> bitches about it. They show us the Secret Wars flashbacks, ending in him saying the the power and responsibility line. Yeah, there's a really there's a there's a line that's cut together really weirdly. If you have the time, I think it would be neat if you could cut this in. It's around six and a half minutes left in the episode. There's a very strange cut of "We were right." Huh. I don't know if I caught that. Yeah, there's a couple that I've noted down. Uh, mo- uh, in the first episode, it's mostly incendiary device at around 9 to 10 minutes left, and <laughs> we were right at around 6.30 left. Uh, powerless, uh, the weirdo Spider-Man, who apparently doesn't have any powers, wants to come with them, but they're like, no, it's too dangerous. No, you suck. I actually kind of want to see how he handled the secret rules. Yeah! Oh, yeah, I you're right. I didn't I'm think about that. Sure. Right, yeah, all of them went through the Secret Wars, supposedly, but our would guy is have, the only one who passed. Would mm. it have been other actors in that case, I guess? Like, the actor hired to play Doctor Doom? The actor hired to Wait, play Iron Hey, we haven't Iron gotten Man? to the twist yet. Shut up. Right, it's right. To be a Even twist. you have to cut that out. <laughs> so that way you don't spoil it. <laughs> right, my bad. <laughs> Oop. Anyway... Now the villains have a nice chat, and it's real that he's that Kingpin thinks that Spider Carnage is building a mind control device, and that's why they're working together. Sure, it's honestly yeah, kind of makes sense. it's honestly kind of funny how well not really funny but interesting how how this this shares a lot of stuff with the Spider Verse movie. Granted, I'm sure they took inspiration from it because I know. The Spider-Verse comic was actually inspired by Scattered Dimension, which was inspired by this. Uh, there's an interesting line that comes up here that also comes up again later. Uh, Spider-Card s- says to Kingpin, uh, we'll all get what we deserve when he's fooling him about the uh, thing. And much much later, at a point that I will bring up, he says the same thing again. He says, you'll all get what you deserve. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's a great villain line, because... What he because what he thinks they deserves is being brutally murdered. Also, Kingpin is voiced by the Roscoe Lee Brown. Yes, who got a got nominated for the Emmy Award for, for his role as Kingpin in this oh, series. Cool. Interesting. It was outstanding performer in a an animated program. Huh. Was Neat. the award. God, I forget that he and uh, Michael Clark Duncan are supposed to be playing the same character. Okay, uh, and then we and then we cut to the actual raid, <laughs> which is uh, Superior <laughs> Spider-Man cuts a hole in the do- uh, like ties up a bunch of dudes, then cuts a hole in the door, and then picks the entire door up and just tosses it, which I, I mean, thought was funny. Like, yeah. why did you bother cutting a hole in it? You just got to do that, <laughs> right? What was the point? <laughs> Uh, and then I and then we get into a familiar pattern, which is Iron Spider bitches, and our Spider Man, our, our Spider Man tells him to shut up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is the basic pattern until he leaves. Yeah, and Oop. there's a moment where Iron Spider and and Dark Art Killer Spider Man 
bond over Spider-Man, dis- Iron Spider-Man disabling the long system. But oh, yeah. before that, it's revealed that Iron Spider-Man is a multi-billionaire You're in fucking... his universe. Uh, and then, and then uh, the most New Yorker henchman in the world sees them on the camera and reports back to Kingpin. It's Spider-Man! Five oh. of him! Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the most New Yorker in the world. Yeah. He, he also, says in a perfect, like, normal man, like, almost deadpan voice, it appears our visitors have disabled the security cameras, and then he fucking smashes the thing to bits. I love that. <laughs> like, he's not even audibly angry. He's just saying it in a completely normal tone, and he absolutely pulverizes the monitor. I mean, he's rich. He's allowed to do that. Yeah. I mean, he can just buy another one. It'll be fine. Yeah, he calls the goblins, and then uh, Superior Spider-Man and the Iron Spider bond over him shooting a laser at the security system. And that's what he says he wishes he had to over him, but he's also not important, but there's also the ultimate spider slayer working with Kingpin. He's the one who's like, I don't trust there's a guy there. He's not important. He's voiced by Maxwell Kufield. Yeah. Oh shit, Max Caulfield, the the girl from uh I remember tagging this up when I first watched this cuz same name as the main character from Life is Strange. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible actually. Same name, Max Caulfield. He voiced James Bond in the video game James Bond 007 Nightfire. He did? Huh. I don't know that game. I've heard of that. Anyway, um, they do a Joss Whedon moment where, yeah. Uh, yeah, where Iron Spider is something, something, I wish I had my uh, giant, I wish I could have brought my giant spider robot. And one of the other Spider-Mans goes verbatim, did he say his giant spider robot? Yep. Which I uh, think this was art. Is the second joke about how another reality has been weird and fu- weird and silly after OG Spidey calls Scarlet Spider story a bad comic book, which is a dig a bad comic book plot, which is specifically a dig at the original Clone War arc, yeah. which Veer has told me, and Veer could elaborate more on. Do you want to yeah. elaborate more on that, Veer? So in the nineties, <laughs> there's doing a comic book arc that is called like I think it was. I think it was called the Clone Wars or the Clone War or just the Clone Arc. But basically, it was the whole arc. Are uh, you thinking of the Clone Saga? Yeah, the Clone Saga. Attack of the Clones. And basically, he this is where Ben Riley is introduced and has a Scarlet becomes a Scarlet Spider. You have Kane. Yeah, Spider Side. I think at one point you get Spider Skeleton. <laughs> sure. But anyway, he's so during this time period, I think it was either the CEO or one of the higher ups who's in charge of running the actual comic books and stuff was someone who used to do was in charge of all the X-Men stuff. But he had gotten a promotion. And he wanted X-Men to do better than Spider-Man, so Oh, okay, yeah, I remember you saying this. And Ending a big event would make Spider-Man sales go up. So to keep Spider-Man sales from going up, he just made the writers continue the story arc. <laughs> to the point that, that they had to can 
all of the original idea is of how they was going to resolve with it, which is why basically becomes very convoluted, and they just basically had to end it with killing off Ben Riley. That sucks. Which yeah, Ren- they they which- fucking double reverse twist and say actually it was Green Goblin the entire time. Uh, the evidence that says that Ben is real and Peter's a clone is fake, and uh, and then Ben dies and it's revealed conclusively that he was gone. Yeah, and he and Ben did at the time like so, take up the mantle of Spider Man, and then which he kept until he was is infected with the Carnage symbiote. Hey, interesting. And I think that's like. That's the scenario that led up to Ben Riley getting killed by the Green Goblin. But anyway, Ben's last rose to Par- Peter Parker was like to tell Peter Parker's daughter because he's about to have a daughter to what? remember her to always remember her uncle Ben. Oh god damn it! Okay, on the Wikipedia page, there's a bit about the third Clone Saga, which seems to be very poorly written. Yeah, the thing about Ben Riley is that at no, a point no, no. Getting... the Wikipedia summary is very poorly written, not the third Clone Saga. Oh, well, I believe that too, yeah. A third Clone Saga was published in mid-2021, starring Miles Morales instead of Peter Parker. The story arc ran from Miles Morales' Spider-Man issue 20, number 25 to 28, after being previously foreshadowed in issue number 24, where Miles was kidnapped by a mysterious villainous known as Assessor, to be used as a test subject for his cloning experiments. Good lord. Wait, one of the names of the clones is literally just Miles Backward? <gasps> Salim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, first off, though, alright name. Also, Second off, very funny. Also, if anyone is wondering, whatever happened to Peter Parker's and Mary Jane's daughter that Ben mentioned? Fuck uh, you, that's Parker? Right. Well, funny enough, that's not her. It God. Made, how they wrote it was that May Jane had a miscarriage. Oh my fucking God. <sighs> yep. Because they just oh. refused to let Peter grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the miscarriage was done as a way to try to break up May Jane and Peter Parker. <sighs> Did this... Was this at all related to One More Day? Should we get back to the thing that we're actually talking about? Yeah, you know what, let's do that. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, Scarlet Spider does a... They they have a fight. Scarlet Spider does a cool thing that impresses, uh, like... Iron Spider. Iron Spider impact webbing. It's a big ball. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like it, actually. Uh, It's cool. Iron Spider gets, like beat up and it's a background event like one of them shoots him and knocks him on his ass and then he just gets back up and it's not mentioned nice yeah i do like um he takes out i think he takes out the hobgoblin but he also takes out uh yeah knockout killer. okay so superior spider dude grabs <laughs> grabs uh the goblin and then the glider takes him out because he wasn't ready for that like some kind of a bitch uh <laughs> Iron Spider does a very silly pose and then shoots a gas missile at the two of them. Uh, And Peter Prime is like, no, don't do that. Yeah, bad idea, turns out. And he's like, things always work out. And then the spider gets teleported away by the Beyonder. 
Yeah. And then uh, and then Man Spider calls him a foolhardy milf. Oh yeah, that's right. He does. I love that mechanic though. Every time somebody beefs it, the Beyonder like uses up a little bit more of his HP bar to pull them back out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the actual line is "What a foolhardy nut," but it's 100 percent like "What a foolhardy milf." I mean, I'm gonna just headcanon that's what it was because it's funnier. Yeah, Hardy, come here. Yeah, I inspired con- confirmed milf. There we go. A foolhardy <laughs> one. <laughs> But still, <laughs> and and then they're like about the Iron Spider. It's like he doesn't even think about the consequences of his own actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't even. And, and then they that. cut to out- the. And then they cut to the actual explanation that the Beyonder is using up more of his power to bring them out of danger. Yeah. Um. Crucially, during this scene. Um, Man Spider does find the, like a crate of sonic grenades. That hasn't oh, happened yet. Bit. We need to get through another Is Iron it? Spider being a jackass bit first. Mm-hmm. I swear yeah, I thought these were all the same thing. They go to the vents, and the yeah, vents are large enough for multiple full grown men <laughs> to stand side by side with plenty of space. Of course. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the spider future. Uh, everything is enormous vents. We tried to make the vents smaller, but the enormous HVAC lobby is presenting is preventing us from doing anything about it. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I inspired just. Uh, Iron lobbying. Spider says, "I never shy away from a fight, maybe because I never lose." And swings in there and gets like half a do- and gets like a dozen people shooting at him with stickers. Yeah, and, and during the scuffle. He shoots nice. a missile at he shoots a missile at Green Goblin and misses. Yeah, and Green Goblin pulls out a gun and just shoots him. Oh, that's yeah. how he gets paralyzed. Uh, I always miss it. Man Spider pull gets a satchel from literally nowhere and starts just mm-hmm. stuffing grenades in it. But no, what this means great. though, um, the symbiotes, Carnage, Venom, Toxin, all of them, like their main weakness is high frequency sounds. Yes, it's like sonic grenades. So, like, fucking this entire time. Why was there a crate of sonic grenades just lying around in what appears to be some kind of an ordnance warehouse? Because Kingpin and the goblins were probably planning to uh, betray him, if I had to guess. Yeah, Spider Say did go, like, I don't trust him, so he probably had a full crate of. Hey, boss, you think we should get rid of these grenades? Um, uh, What's the creepy guy said we should toss them all? Actually, keep that box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, yeah, uh, Man Spider, the guy with six arms, starts just grabbing grenades <laughs> and stuffing them into his satchel that he found. I, I love it. There's no and then explanation he for bunch, the satchel. He tosses a bunch of them at the goblin, and the goblin goes, "Ah, my ears!" And then, and then Iron Spider does another stupid thing. Either of y'all want to take this? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. How he gets pulled out of the fight. I just know that he does. Okay, I know he so, gets shot. Okay, so what happened is, I'm actually just watching back through as we're recording. What he happened is, this, he, he says, this is too easy. Like, verbatim, <laughs> hold on, let me see if I can find the line. Yeah, he's, yeah, this is too easy, and then he gets shot immediately. Yeah, I mean, he says, this is too easy. Cut to Green Goblin, getting up. Cut to Iron Spider swinging. Back to Green Goblin. And then he immediately pulls his gun and shoots him with the paraly- with a paralyzer ray. And then Iron Spider goes, a paralyzer ray. 
<laughs> I can't move. And then he falls on the ground and gets brought back by Beyonder because mm-hmm. he's a complete idiot who just got punked. God, that's so good. And I, I love that, like, later on, too, with the, the next... He's still paralyzed, like, the entire next episode. Yeah, but before we get to yeah, there... And then, and then they all work together to, like, glue, to web Goblin to the ground. Mm-hmm. And they go up through the ceiling in the giant hole that the glider made when Goblin fell off of it and it just punched through the ceiling. Sure, why not? So, yeah, but that's remaining powered Spider-Man and go up into... Yeah, how many of them are left now? Like, three? Yeah, yeah three at this uh, point. Scarlet Spider, Normal Spider-Man, and Man, Sp- and Man Spider. Yeah. And there's also the secret fifth one. Yeah, there's no, they left him at home. There's also a secret Spider-Man who, is, who isn't present. Yeah. I Man love Spider that, though. They tries left- to wrap up Carnage, but Carnage uses his act, his, like, Axe, mm. He turns the symbiote into a bunch of axes and just gets free. Sure. They sonic yeah. grenade. They and take out. He, he's like three Iron more sonic Spider. grenades should go the tick to mm. do the trick, and then just like Iron Spider before him, he is immediately defeated. But this time it isn't by his own hubris; it's by a Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> mm. Of course. Ah, my mutation disease is flaring <laughs> up. <laughs> but also a little bit before that, I think they defeat. Spider Slayer and rip him up. Yes. Uh, what was that? Um. Uh, no, I think, I think Spider Slayer, uh, Spider Slayer has not been defeated. Has not been defeated yet. I, I remember at some point they like push him in a chair real good. Yeah, everyone. They do I don't think that's happened yet. I think at, at uh, around the beginning of the next episode they shove him into a chair and he is and he is like spun and that's mm. how they defeat him. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, Man Spider turns into Man Spider. Yeah, big hulking <laughs> dude. They try to get the sonic grenades from the satchel, but they Are can't you... because they're being held and also, gently Man shaken Spider and just directly this... menaced. Also, Man Spider for actual Man Spider form is voiced by Jim Cummings. Oh. And that's the end of episode one. Yay! Yeah. It's a cliffhanger with them getting... Lightly menaced by the man spider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They end on Spider Prime and Scarlet Spider being held up by man spider. Uh, Which is where we picked up. Any thoughts about the episode more generally, or do you want to go to, this, or you want to, go to episode two? I mean, I'm fine going to episode ahead. two. Yeah. So, next episode, who Beyond It and Madame Rebel are like, well, first we get a recap. Yeah, we get the recap, and my my thoughts about the recap is it's it seems exactly like a YouTube poop because of all the cutting. It's very cutty in order to fit all of the necessary information into the little into the little time that they have. I know that I am positive that they just reuse audio from the past episode, but part of me wishes that or secretly (laughs) hopes that they record. New audio. That's just how they edit it. <laughs> because I He's, find that funny. At one point, it's like uh, Sp- Spider Carnage will detonate a something. Hold on, let me let me get the line. Uh, but yeah, it cuts immediately from the line to explosion sound effect. Scarlet Spider will detonate a disintegrator bomb. Beep beep boom. <laughs> it's great. And then they play the sound effect of everything getting destroyed again. 
Yeah. And one of the things they keep in is the re- is the extremely New Yorker henchman just going, it's Spider-Man, five of him. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's the best character. You have to keep him in. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's her POV. He's the one who takes over Kingspin's company when he's arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the re- that's the recap. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically, Madame Web and Beyond are like, "What are we going to do?" <laughs> all the Spider Man have been decomposed. Well, decomp- yeah, and then mysterious, powerless Spider Man. Because he explained earlier. I don't know if we mentioned this, but he explained earlier that he doesn't have spider powers. Yeah, they're like, "Why uh, are you he goes, even How here?" Can I help? And then we cut back to. Apparently, this is all taking place in the Empire State Building, which I literally, which I literally oh. never noticed before. Okay, because the 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 shot is of the Empire State Building, right? Yeah, they they tied they tie up they tied up the Spider Slayer last episode, but it was pretty flimsy because he immediately breaks free while they're busy with Man Spider. So now they have to fight both of them at once. Yay. But then, yeah. like, and then Vampire... he kicks Spider Slayer into a weird chair that spins him really hard. <laughs> yeah, and that's how he's defeated. I don't think he ever. Re- I don't think he reappears. I don't think no. he. I don't think he does. I'm pretty sure we don't see him again. I don't think, unless it's in the background. I'm pretty sure he doesn't pop up again in the rest of the episode. <laughs> that's so funny. He got spun yeah. around real good and was Spider- like, "Nope, I'm done." But yeah. Okay, so Spider Carnage pushes the button to activate the device. The big portal, the big ominous portal shows up, and then they go to commercial break. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What will happen? Uh, Powerless Spider Man shows up. He fucking hucks a. Okay, it it, it seems to be a sonic grenade, but it also just completely explodes. Like, it does an actual grenade explosion. Look, okay, the thing is, it's a grenade. How are you gonna. Grenades happening. But, like. In addition to doing the sonic, it also does a normal fire explosion. Of course, which is a uh-huh. little weird. What you want a grenade well, that only does one thing? Also, reek to fire. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think they are kind uh, of like less so, so than sound. They, but yeah, maybe, I don't they know. explain that like the Beyonder teleported powerless Spider-Man in there so that he could help. Sure. So, so that he could like help. He he tries to turn off the thing, but immediately gets punked by a recovering Spider Carnage. Mm-hmm. Which, with, which they're seeing this on the Mamrep and Beyond are seeing this on the teleport portal big screen, which for Beyond is like, it is up to him, or uh, because I am too weak to help anymore. Yeah, and he says that like five he times. And then gets he gets punked, yeah, and then and, when he gets punked, they're like, and uh, Mamrep goes, "We are doomed." <laughs> no, and she says, "All is lost." And then he goes, I will use the last of my power, attempt something, something, teleport Man Spider away. And then Man Spider is teleported away and immediately jumps on the Beyonder, at which point I guess either him or Madam Web teleport them both away off of screen. Yeah. Sure. To their respective dimensions, or just to Madam Web's and Beyonder's dimension, they'll just deal with Man Spider later. Yeah. I guess I don't know what actually ends up happening to Man Spider. I'm pretty sure we see him cured with the rest of the group later, but I could well, be making that no, up. No, he gets teleported with Beyond It. He doesn't show up anymore along oh. with Beyond It. Okay. 
But yeah, anyway, he Scarlet Spider and Spider Man and help no powered man. <laughs> yeah, they don't actually directly help him. What they do is they help him convince Kingpin that Carnage has been lying to him about his motivations. Yeah. And Carnage shows his hand by yelling at them to shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he has he has his villain monologue. Kingpin fucking decks him. And and uh Carnage uses his stretchy symbiote arms to turn up to turn on a 20-minute timer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, the timer really is 20 minutes, for whatever reason. I don't know. Well, they needed it, the pantry. Because I guess. It, because it took 20 minutes to... In-universe minutes to okay, take out the like, portal machine. <laughs> no obvious cuts later. 1410 mm-hmm. left on the clock. Y- you and know. about 10 minutes of real time. In That's the secret. It's of real time, not minutes, seconds. That's the secret. It's not a timer. It's a random number generator. Yeah, great, <laughs> cool, fine. They yank out the portal part. The portal turns off. Yay! Spider Carnage steals the portal, and you and like jumps through it before they can get him. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, "Oh no, the bomb's still active." Oh no! And then the bomb goes off, but and it's it okay. Kill them. Because I guess they got saved by Madame. I guess they and Kingpin got saved by Madame Web. Like all know. of the henchmen were just. Did Spider Slayer just get killed by that bomb? You know, like the henchmen were probably on the lower oh. floors and that's fine. But did Spider Slayer just straight up die? You know, he probably did. Um, I guess he came back from worse. He'll be fine. Ah, uh, yeah. Madame Web spent, sends King Kingpin to jail. Mm-hmm. This universe honestly is kind of fucked, even after all of this is done. Yeah. They don't do anything all that would fix New this. Universe. All of New York City is on is currently on fire and burning to the ground. Yeah. Which is a bad deal. Which is a bad deal for them, mostly. Ben Riley's gonna have to Every, move to like Everything Kansas. is on fire fire and burning to the ground except the twin towers. That's oh, a joke that don't appear in this episode. But yeah. Anyway, is Mount Redfield's that Spider Carnage has gone to one of gone to Iron Spider's world or yeah. universe. Iron Spider's like, then send me back. And then <laughs> Madam Madam Web's like, no, like, you suck. No, get paralyzed, stupid. <laughs> As he is still sprawled out on the floor, like, no, I should go. It's my home. Yeah, and they said, yeah, they said, they send the leader. Like Superior Spider Man does some quips. I don't know. Yeah, because they can only send one guy. It would have been kind of funny if that's they just sent Superior Spider-Man, though. That, I think that would have been a little neat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of New York... Everyone everyone in this world loves Spider-Man. 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 Which is probably why Iron Spider was so egotistical. Yeah. Ow. He gets to the building where that Iron Spider owns... Oh, yeah, yeah. Peter Parker Science Foundation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, fucking, the first part that I skipped in later viewings because it's just kind of annoying, it's just kind of secondhand Awkward. embarrassment. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cringe. That's what cringe means. Yeah. It's cringe. It makes you cringe because it's embarrassing to watch. Wait, are we talking to yeah, him and Gwen in- or are we talking to him and Mary We introduced you... Grin Stacy, who is voiced by Mary Kay 
the first yeah man. we're intro yeah we're introduced to this spider to iron spider's fiance uh there's like the two of them have a chat uh this one this one I like better than the other one because this one actually sets up some important stuff for later mm-hmm. and it only lasts like thirty seconds yeah he just put He's, he's just like, yeah, I'm definitely going to come down to the party that you're all having to celebrate, celebrate the opening of this building. Uh, and then instead, he just leaves. He just he just goes looking for uh, Car- Spider Carnage instead. And instead of finding some... Spider Carnage, he finds something that was set up earlier. Uh, of your, a bit saying? of trivia for Grin uh, Stacy's voice actress. She's Ooh. also the voice of Daphne in... In Zombie Island, ah, in um, the Richest Ghost and the Alien Vegas Scooby Doo movies. Neat. That is all. Scooby-Doo I just want to say on top of more like Scooby Doo Doo Where Aren't You? Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at this point, Neat um, Fireman is ambushed by the he's. Iron Spider's by giant robot. Yeah, by the aforementioned giant spider robot, which is not a spider robot. It is shaped like Spider-Man, not yeah. a spider. <laughs> I love it. It's good. It's I a love... giant Spider-Man-themed mecha. And then Sp- and then Spider-Carnage like, comes on the intercom and orders and dramatic and overdramatically orders the robot to crush Spider-Man. Also, I know this is probably due to them just wanting not wanting to confuse kids because the internet didn't exist. But how cool would it have been if it was like um what was the make make his name? Leopold? Oh uh, yeah, the, Leopold, uh, Leopold, Leopold Sentai series. Yeah, Leopardon. Yeah. Yeah. Spider Man realizes that he can that he can shout that Carnage is shouting commands verbally at the at the monster. I love that at the at the robot. And he and he yells, "Robot, put me down!" And then it goes to put him down, and they get it, and they just keep shouting orders at contradictory orders at it until its head literally explodes. I love it; it's so good. That's what Hal Nine Thousand should have done. I mean, but no, Hal Nine Thousand didn't do anything wrong. He was—that was all self-defense. Yeah, exactly. I mean, te- by his understanding, yeah, exactly. But also, no, this was just a really good scene. His stated that they was going to kill him because. He made the slight mistake that, that something was broken when it wasn't, which wasn't actually a big mistake. It was being, being just better safe than sorry, but they were still going to kill him over it. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we get to weird, cringy part two of two. Yeah, holy shit on this, this one. This one serves yeah. no real purpose other than to have angst about Mary Jane, who is mm-hmm. not his girlfriend in this reality. Yeah, yeah this Spider-Man, that's... he's, well, conveniently forgets that this is not his reality. Yeah, Gwen also, shows Mary up and chastises him over being weird to Mary Jane. And Mary and Jane's voice actress the... does not have a Ricky Page. But, yeah, but it's, the rest, uh, yeah, the rest of the party shows up, including, Jen- including Jameson and Robertson. Sure. Why uh, not? Or like, yeah, you should probably Tri- you should definitely go downstairs and talk to everyone who paid good money to be here. Also, Triple J is Peter's godfather in this universe. Yeah, right. Neat. And then Wilson Fisk shows that he's. He, I don't think he's even the kingpin in this reality. In this I guess reality. not. Yeah, he's a lawyer. 
Yeah, he, Wilson Fisk. Uh, yeah. Attorney at uh, law. Spider Man's yeah. lawyer. Artie. Artie. Yeah, he says that he is his lawyer so that he doesn't, so that he can tee Spider Man up to not need to ask. And then he's like, I need to go talk to Spider Man lawyerly in my office. And then <laughs> lawyerly. Spider Man's like, okay, I don't want to be down here with all these people, sure. I have decided to trust you. And also, Peter just has, like, the most angry face on while looking <laughs> yeah, at this crowd of people. <laughs> He does a lot of incredible faces in this episode. They did a good job. <laughs> and then he and then he gets the spider sense while he is sitting in Wilson's chair and immediately gets locked into the chair by a bunch of cables because surprise, surprise, Wilson Fisk is betraying him because he got the speech from Carnage. Which I do want to point out, it's not like Carnage got here a ton of time before. Like, I mean, I know it's nebulous, just because of cuts and stuff, but it's been maybe a couple hours. He was already planning this whole coup anyway. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. I do I do like the reasoning given for why he immediately switches sides. He says, now I see an excellent business opportunity. Oh yeah, that's right. He might be, well, probably because he's this, but Peter Parker is his attorney, is that he's still, is the reason why he's still a capitalist. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say the business opportunity is to remind the audience that he is, in, in fact, a capitalist. Yeah. Yeah. Kingpin's whole plan is that, like, Spider Cottage is just going to replace this, this Peter Parker. Sure. And they're going to rule Peter Parker's vast money empire together. Which, yeah, that's totally what will happen. Definitely. Yep. Okay, Spider Carnage has learned his lesson because he immediately gags him with Web as soon as he starts trying, as soon as he starts giving the speech. Yeah, it's basically, he frames it as like, oh, no point in listening to this clone's lies. Let's go ahead and go with our plan. And then we get the first glimpse of Spider Carnage's actual face because he's just another Peter Parker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he marks a bunch of, and he makes a bunch of weird evil smirks and shit. Mm hmm. And then, like, seconds after they leave, Gwen shows up and rescues him, and he's like, I have a heart rate monitor that tells me, that tells me where you are at all times, because Iron Spider is weird like that. Yeah, what? Okay. But also, they act like he's, like, they act like it's been all night, and it's like, how could you tell that one wasn't me? She's like, that guy's nuts. What are you talking about? And it's like... Has it been two seconds or has it been an hour and a half? What the fuck? I, f I feel like uh, he was like downstairs doing some of the socializing as like Peter Parker previously. I guess. That's the, that's the way that this makes sense because he goes back down and he rejoins the party. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. And but yeah, this I is see... when he does the line. He says, I intend to see that all of you get it for me exactly what you deserve. Yeah. And then he. And, and and then Spider Man shows up and and goes and you'll gets, get what you deserve, justice. Yeah, he no, whips no, him up, and then he turns back into Spider Carnage because he was trained to be normal Spider Man. <laughs> He's Spider Man, the and they rip, they're going to rip each other apart. There's two of them, and they're going to tear each other apart. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man, like, throws Spider-Carnage at a bunch of random people who get out of the way, and then Spider-Carnage hits the wall. Eh, he mm -hmm. knew they'd be okay. It's been five seasons. 
Spider-Man Prime knows <laughs> what the contract says. Uh, and then Gwen know, right? shoots him with his sonic gun. Which yeah. this just casually walks up and just Gentry just snatches it out of her yeah, hand. He just grabs it out of her hand. And then Spider-Con takes her hostage and flees. And at this point, Spider-Con is like, and I'll destroy you all. And Fisk is like, destroy us all? Which Spider-Man is like, yeah, idiot. He betrayed yeah, you. Yeah, he fucking got you. You were tricked, Fisk, and not for the first time. Yeah. And then uh, Spider-Man remind, and then Spider-Man remembers that he's supposed to be the clever one. Like he remembers that he's supposed to be written as like smart and finding unorthodox solutions to problems. He remembers what he's supposed to be characterized as, basically. Mm-hmm. And he remember he makes a guess that since this world is so perfect, there might be one person who could talk sense into car- spider carnage. Yeah, yeah, like, and then and then he's like, "That's what Secret Wars taught me—that I should try to understand and befriend my enemies rather than just uh, just going right to destroying them." And then, and there's a cut. It we cut to like Spider Carnage still holding Grand hostage, but working on like a antenna thing to make yeah, a portal. He, just, sure. he doesn't actually mention Uncle Ben's name. He's just like, there's only one person who could help him remember right from wrong. This is the only dimension. Uh, I didn't mention Uncle Ben's name either. Ah, fuck. My bad. You can <laughs> cut that. There's only one person who can help him remember right, right from wrong. And this, if I, and if I'm right, this is the only dimension where he can still be found. Stanley. And then... Oh, and and uh, Do you want me to just keep progressing the story? Yeah, sure. Uh... Spider Carnage pulls out the dimension device and he's like, I'm going to destroy each dimension one dimension at a time. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man okay, shows sure. up, he's like, I have the heartbeat tracker, which I used to find you because you're Spider-Man. Sure, okay. And he immediately threatens Gwen. Uh, he, explains it, he explains his plan, uh, which is to use the dimensional transporter to just straight up destroy things that go through the portal. So, he sets up Everything that goes through this portal will be immediately disintegrated, Spider-Man. This is the city, and then world. Ha 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 I am evil, you see. Okay, what he actually says is... Uh, what does he actually say? In minutes, this hole will grow large enough to suck this city mm. into oblivion. And... Uh, I don't know about you, but I I would love to get sucked into oblivion. <laughs> That's it. That's the line. That's what he yeah. says. Yeah. Yeah. He takes the mask off. He says, "You're too much of a pussy to destroy the entire world because I am you, and I'm too much and of I a would pussy never to destroy the entire world." <laughs> and Spider Carnage goes bet. Yeah, Spider Carnage goes bet and. And and Spider-Man goes, I'm going to talk to, I'm going to get Peter Parker, the, the, the good man inside of you back. And Spider-Carnage goes, he's gone. And Peter Parker is like, no, I have found a person to talk to you. It's Uncle Ben. Voiced by Brian Keefe. I didn't recognize his voice actor. I, I didn't, I don't, I don't know, I didn't know who the voice actor was, but I I recognize the voice. Uh, I don't he, think I recognize the voice or the name. He starred in the Brian Keith show. He played 
Theodore Roosevelt and Verind and Valian. Huh. What was his name again? And Brian Keith. He was also in the 1961 Parent Trap. He was in, in um, The Russians Are Coming. I think The Russians Are Coming. Uh, he was in the sitcom Family Affair. He was in the lighthearted crime drama Hardcastle and McCormick. And he was also in the comedy series Heartland. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know what I remember him from, but I know that I do. Huh. Huh. But, yeah. Anyway, Uncle Ben shows up. Spider-Con immediately gets on his knees, does a sore cry. I looked for you. What? And they have a flashback. Yeah, we have a flashback to Uncle Ben and Peter fishing. But Peter's like, I can't catch the fish. You know my rotten luck. <laughs> and Uncle Ben is like, nonsense. Just fill the fish in. You can do it. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? He reminds me of so much of Peter Falk. He sounds like Columba. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, but- if you think this man's, this man sounds like a New Yorker, fool, idiot. <laughs> this man is from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New Jersey is just what everyone thinks New York is. Yeah. But, yes. Uh, anyway, Uncle Ben, back in the present, tells Spider Connor that he can fight for, he has to stop the madness. He can fight <laughs> for Connor symbiote and free yeah, himself. He reminds him about the great power and great responsibility line. And, uh, Sp- and like, Scarlet Spider's Spider Man says the line. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then Spider Carnage tries to fight all force the Carnage symbiote off, but it's too strong, so he just grabs for the. So he starts distru- screaming in pain, which is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, this is probably why it's, this series is still honestly kind of good. It's because the guy that they have playing Spider Man is willing to do. He probably didn't get paid enough for as much voice acting stuff that he did. Because oh, I'm sure of that. When it comes to blood-curling screens, mm. he got those in spades. Yeah, yeah, he briefly manages to push Carnage off of him and into its its normal symbiote form. But he's like, no, I can't do it. It's too painful. And then he fucking yeets himself through the portal that obliterates you. Yeah, holy mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> yeah, while, exactly. Yeah. Like While screaming for forgiveness. Yeah, forgive yeah, no. me in a really like shrill, high pitched like scream, and then he 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 jumps through the portal. He kills himself. Yeah, so like he obliterates himself, which is fucking wild for a children's TV show. Yeah, and then, Uncle Ben Peter, is not not phased by this. Yeah, Peter is like, yeah, well, that was his choice. Uncle Ben is like, you did the best you could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uncle Ben is like, don't worry, he wasn't mine. <laughs> yeah, you did the best. You, he's like, you did the best you could. You did fine. I'm proud of you. Seriously though, like that is heavy for kids. Like they woke up enough good in him to try and fight it off, but just because of what the symbiotes are, he couldn't physically fight it off. So he did the next best thing that he knew would take it out. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. And then it goes weird. Yeah, yeah you know, they- <laughs> the end of this episode is. 
Fucking whiplash. So it could have very good ended here. They could have cut to the ending. There's about two and a half minutes of episode that didn't need to be here. Yeah. Like it is definitely like odd, but as like a capstone for the for at the time yeah, the longest a... running Spider Man series. Yeah. True. This, did they know that they weren't gonna get another season? Yeah. I, I think so. I think, I think this they knew they wasn't gonna get another season, but I think they was he had thought that they was gonna get like a move like a TV movie. Yeah, like a TV and then this ended up being the TV movie. Basically, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And I guess but, that's why the episode is titled Farewell Spider. This feels like they crowbarred this onto the end of the episode. I, this feels like they they originally were going to make Spider-Man. We all kind of get ahead of ourselves, but basically, Madame Red brings in Spider-Man Prime back into Scarlet Spider's world. Yeah, and, and then, then... returns all the other Spider-Man back. And then, and then ex- yeah, except for Mystery Powerless oh. Spider-Man, who it who is who it's revealed he's not actually like Peter Parker. He's, he's not Peter Parker at all. He's like Chris. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. Guy, he's he just some dude. An actor who plays Peter Parker in the Spider-Man t- live action TV show. Yeah, he is Christopher Daniel Barnes. That's who that mm-hmm. character is. Fuck yeah, I uh, guess basically Christopher Daniel Barnes as himself. Yeah, and basically, Madame Rep has is Peter Parker. Go to the real world to drop off this the actor off and then meet Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan Lee in his introductory scene, he hangs up the phone while he's still finished, while he's still saying his line. Uh huh. Like if you look at the actual animation and sound effects as opposed to the line, uh, the line goes a little bit too long. So he 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 hangs up the phone while he is still actively talking on it. To be fair, the I must be going crazy could be just something you'd say after you hang up. After It's in the middle of the line, though. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, I didn't say it was perfect, but but anyway, basically... Yeah, they have have a bit where where Spider-Man has a nice chat with Stan Lee about... And they they do the thing that everyone hates to see in Spider-Man's where you can clearly see that the web isn't attached to anything. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> because the visual design of the real world is a lot more open and the buildings are further apart from each other for whatever reason. Yeah. So he so there are occasionally shots where he's just obviously swinging on nothing. Yeah. But anyway, Spider-Man and Stanley basically talk about how Ta- Spider-Man Spider-Man is... talks about how he, he likes it. he likes his life and he appreciates what he has. Mm-hmm. And that the uh, one of Spider-Man's defining features that makes him special <laughs> amongst other superheroes is the fact that he's able to grow. Yeah, he says we all have to grow up sometime, which I feel like is a direct like jab at the writers who want him to all be the same guy forever. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, it's mostly like higher ups that want that. Yeah, like that was Stan or Stan Lee's idea for him at least is that like he's a guy that can, that can grow up, that people can grow up reading and see themselves reflected in no matter what age they are. Still. But anyway, after the talk, they 
Okay. On top of a building. Madam Ramp on the roof, and he's like, "How am I <laughs> well, gonna get down?" Yeah. Well, first, this Sandry hits on Madam Rev. Well, yeah. Who, 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 get... It's less weird that he fit. It's less weird that he hits on Madam Webb if you know that yeah. ma- that Madame Webb is voiced by his real life wife. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, anyway. they're both old. Eh? True. Anyway, Madame Webb is like, you're going to go on an adventure to find the real Mary Jane, because the uh, previous one was a clone. Which, like, alright, sure, I guess. And then they go on an adventure, and then they go on an adventure through the multiverse, and that's the end of this inc- uh, this iteration of Peter- of Spider-Man. Farewell, yep. Spider-Man. <laughs> they just walk off Amen into the multiverse. Amen to that, dear lady. Amen to that. And that's his last line of this entire series. Yup. I think the implication is that Manuel just teleports right in front of the real Mary Jane of the Spider-Man's universe. I guess. Anyway, I don't uh, know, man. so Christopher Daniel Barnes is officially credited as all of the Spider-Mans individually, which means we can get the official name for all of the mm-hmm. Spider-Mans. Yeah, Peter they're Parker all slash dumb. Spider-Man, Spider Carnage, Armored Spidey, Six-Armed Spidey, Octo Spidey. Powerless Spider-Man and Scarlet Spider. Yeah. Also, for ending credits, they don't have any animation, but they throw up like concept art, which is kind of like a nice in between yeah. of animating an ending, yeah, theme and just doing the blank black background. Huh. Yeah. Wait, Flash Thompson is in this? Probably. Patrick. Yeah. Uh, like is- the series starts with Peter Parker being in high school. Anyway, it's, I think it's interesting that Stan, that uh, the man is credited as Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. And then Madame oh, Webb, yeah. Madame Webb is Also, Madame Webb addresses Spider Man as a true believer. I don't know uh, what that Anna, means. Anna, okay, Anna Watson, the old woman in the scene with Mary Jane, is played by Magical Barrett, who you may know as uh, Gene Roddenberry's wife. And the voice for Star Trek computer. Oh, neat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, who you also may know as the fr- I, I believe the first actor to uh, the first like actor to be uh, to be credited for a posthumous role. I could be wrong. Huh. Uh, but I believe she is the first person to be credited for a role. On anything that was produ- that was recorded and produced entirely after her death, huh. me, because she is still to this day Star Trek computer voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it turns out as long they didn't have weren't planning making a movie. That's this is how they intended it to end. Okay, because oh neat, because Fox contracted made the contract for sixty five episodes and. They made 65 episodes. There we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, have, we have officially been recording this for uh, a fair bit longer than the actual two episodes put together. Yeah. Well, that's good like that. basically how a recap the podcast This wasn't goes. that long of an episode. You want to just do questions now? Um, we can. Uh, if there's any more tomorrow, we can just hop in and do the, answer those real quick. Yeah. Um, I do need to hop out and get Grayson to bed uh, since school has uh, uh, school started back up today. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll do we'll do questions tomorrow. Tomorrow night. 
All right. All right. See ya. I'll see you at the, after the cut, true believers. See you after the cut, <laughs> true believers. What they said. Anyway, we're back the next day for questions. We didn't get any since I made uh, the actual Welcome post. Back, true believers. We didn't get back. We didn't get any today, but we did get a bunch on the day of. Yeah, which is kind of funny how that worked out. Uh, but, but, but where's the actual first question? Why is there an orange green goblin? It's called the Hobgoblin, baby. Yeah, he's the Hobgoblin. He's a real comic book soon. Yeah, it's from the Marvelous Mothman, also known as Aurora. Yeah. Boop. They uh, they wanted there to be a goblin, but uh, both but two of the green goblins were dead, and the other one was retired. So they had to make a new goblin. Oh, was that it? I thought they just didn't have Harry as the green goblin yet. Okay, I had my timeline mixed up. No, he had been the green goblin before, but they, for whatever reason, they didn't want to do it again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first one. What's your arachnid themed superhero gimmick? Okay. Unironically, after the first Spider Verse movie came out, I did spend like a day trying to design a jumping spider themed Spider Man. He had like his suit had like a spring design on his legs to be like, look, he jumps good. I have done a little bit of thinking about this. Give me another second. One Gotham City. Uh, my, my erected themed superhero gimmick is I'm transgender. Next question. <laughs> anyway, Fair. my my spider thing gimmick is I I have a gun, but I don't use it for more reasons. But I just have a gun. <laughs> Honestly, that would my be... erected themed sp- superhero gimmick is that she's not a spider; she's a scorpion. <laughs> this is an allegory for being transgender somehow. I mean, I can see you can you can make it work. Uh, it's arachnid, so part of the family. <laughs> what's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite out of context quote for the show? You've uh, what a foolhardy milf. Yeah, or whatever I, the fuck the foolhardy milf line was. Yeah, I was gonna say foolhardy milf. I think takes it. There are a lot of good ones, especially. Uh, yeah, what a foolhardy I'm basic, milf. So I'm just going to go with <laughs> dark air. You can't go run by. for me. I'll chase you down to the ends of earth. There's yeah, that. that There's that. I've um, seen that clip. Mutating disease flaring up was really good, but honestly, oh, uh, my mutation disease! I love it. It's so good. Uh, there's also. Did he say his giant spider robot? Yeah, and then followed it up later with he did say he had a giant spider robot. It's Spider-Man! Five of him! <laughs> Look, there are a lot of good lines in this two ep- in this pair of episodes. Yeah, there's some decent there's some good lines in here. It's good. Yeah. Right, yeah, that reminds me, I have to say the thing that we're recording that, that I have to say what the next movie is at the end of the episode. Right. Yes. Yeah. Don't let oh, me forget. After, yeah, once after we do plugs, because we have to make good for listeners to listen yeah, to our plugs. We do have to do plugs. Yes. Uh, and then any Spider Verse questions you might y'all might have. Was the second Spider Verse movie good? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet either. I haven't Beer. seen. I haven't seen either of them yet. <laughs> oh goddamn! Why did you say? Feel free to ask us any Spider Verse questions y'all might have. If none I've... of us have seen it, I've read the original comics. Okay, That's well, also fair. Have you wait? You haven't seen the first one either. 
I've been meaning to, but like I okay, said, I was going to ask you if the first one was like faithful to the comics. Is uh, is um, Prowler is Prowler Miles's like uncle? Yes. Okay. Cool. Neat. There's something from the original Miles Morales run of Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, is Penny Parker the one with the mech? Does she actually have a comic run, or is she made up for the movie? Yes, it's called. Oops. It's Spider, but it's spelled S P slash slash D R. Oh yeah. hell yeah! She is when the original Spider-Verse event was going on in the comics. To build up to it, they did like one-off comics where okay. there's a different universe of Spider-Man. Okay. I have a, I have a question was from complete. I have a complete question from complete left field. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if Vriska was one of the Spider People? Spider Vriska, yes. Yeah. It, not even Spider Vriska. She's she is arachnid themed. Her last name is literally Circuit after the Egyptian goddess of scorpions. Oh, duh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. God damn it, Artie. Can you I mean, just decide if she you're going to be a eyes. spider totem to be a spider man? Well, she has well before she gets half blinded. She has eight pupils, mm-hmm. like a spider does. Her, she was but, raised by spiders, and which I, by which I mean she was raised by spider singular. But yeah, the reason why, at least in the comics multiverse, the reason why there's always a spider man in the universe is because there's always has to be a spider totem. Yeah, and the Spider-Man in the uh, Homestuck Troll Universe is Vriska. There yeah. we go. Uh, I got it so wild seeing a 90s Beyonder after the freaking Lawrence Fishburne Moon Girl Beyonder. What's a redesigned character do you think is much better than the original? Uh, I don't know. I'm desperately trying to think of redesigned characters. Hmm. I don't know if I'd call it better, but the Topher Grace version of Venom is just very funny to think about. Um... Um, I actually kind of like um, Flash Thompson's version of Venom because it's really like it's basically like a militarized version of original Bill and Spider Man. Spider-Man. Well, when oh Peter yeah, Parker okay, yeah, because yeah, didn't he like lose his legs or something in the war? So the yeah. government like gave him Venom. Yeah, basically, I remember thinking that one of the villains from the Insomniac Spider Man game was re- was a really good. T- I think, uh, like, uh, what's his face, uh, the superior uh, Doctor Otto Octavius. Mm-hmm. I think either him or Oct- or uh, Doctor Octavia from Spider Verse are the best uh, Doctor Octopus. Mm-hmm. There is that. Um, oh crap. I- Forgot the name of the one shot, but there's like, there's a Spider Man one shot that's set like way in, or that's set further in the future, and the version of that of Doc Ock for that is that he's dead and his mechanical arms just kept going without him, so they're just carrying around a skeleton. That's wild. It's incredible. Uh, what redesigned character do you think is much better than the original? Desperately trying to figure out how to relate this to My Little Pony. <laughs> I mean. It didn't say specifically spider characters, so whatever. I guess there were some really fugly like sprites in Gen One of Pokemon that got better when they had more graphics. That's and true, them. especially if you compare that to the Japanese red and green sprites and the Beza sprites. Oh my god! Uh, there was a let's play of Japanese green. I don't know if it's still available on the internet because the original hosting site went down, and I don't know if it got migrated. All of the links I find point to the old dead one, but it, it was a let's it was a let's play of Pokemon bootleg of a bootleg of Green, and it was amazing. Oh boy! 
I know people have somehow made playable versions of the um oh, I forgot the name of that of that convention, but the demo that or the leaked demo of uh gold. Interesting. Yeah. Uh we should uh, probably move on. Oh, I just thought of another good redesign. In and oh? make sense of my sudden hyperfixation. Uh the spider suit in in Spider Man fake red. Which for Spider on it like goes all the way around. Yeah, that one looks really good. And the Spider is right similar to the PlayStation Four Spider Man game, but I think it's, I think the fake red one is a bit more like streamlined, so kind of like it more than the Insomniac one personally. But it's Spider suit, so it's all basically all Spider suits look good in some yeah, way. Yeah, also true. I- you want to go to the next one? Yeah. yeah what yeah. does your mutation disease do? Transgender. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, um, I'm already made for jokes, so I'm just going to say I've become more of a substitute Nero. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> also, num, all num. these questions have been from Aurora. Just. Yes. Um, I don't know. Now I'm just thinking of a bit that I heard once of like, give me your, give me two real big guys, but big in different directions. Oh no! Oh, like there's no. one mutation disease that makes you very tall, and one mutation disease that makes you very wide, and then there's one that makes you very deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a mutation disease very, that makes you it so that I can great depth front to back. I got no, it. Wait, to connect I this mean... to my spirosona. Since my pop Spider-Sona is the one that has a gun but doesn't use it because of more reasons. There we go. The accidentary fire. His mutation disease is that it randomly goes off. <laughs> His mutation disease is the gun. That's great. <laughs> oh no, my gun disease, it's flaring up. I get a mutation disease that makes me grow a second head, and then the two heads, one only tells the truth and the other only tells lies. Okay, I never understood why people thought that riddle was hard. Like, in isolation, it's very... Like, if you have to ask them a limited number of questions in order to get through the doors, like, we all know what uh, what would the other... Which... If I asked the other guy if this door was safe, what would he say? That's the question that you ask, and yeah. it solves the puzzle. Because uh, they're always wrong. Because they always, always say the, the, thing that is, the thing that is not true. Uh, but, like, in isolation... Like, it's not that hard to figure out which one tells the truth. You just ask them what color the sky is. Oh, yeah. Or, like, how many fingers am I holding up? Unless you hold up all four fingers in your thumb, then Wobble (laughs) says four, and there's a technicality. I mean, there's and that. Just flash up a peace sign and ask them how many fit. Just, just yeah. give the, just give them the finger and ask how many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> there's also always the Yu-Gi-Oh solution of just dueling them at a children's card game. Mm-hmm. Unclear how that solved it. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> It'll drag itself out. <laughs> That's how it works anyway. for children's card games. Yep. Anyway. And, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> also with, from. Uh, the Marvelous Moth Man. No idea if we'll cover this this on the pod, but what's your favorite uh, Fox Wacky rules for the Spider-Man series? My personal favorite is the one preventing Spider-Man from landing on in a pigeon. I think mine is either the no punching around, which there is one exception, and the no one's allowed to break 
Rindos, which is one case where that does happen in the very next episode. The person who breaks for Rindo writes a genuine sincere apology letter to the owner of the building. Huh. Which, no, no the reception using... of the No Punch Roll was a fight with the spot, which they got around the No Punch Roll by being like, oh, Spider-Man didn't punch the spot. He just held out his fist in one of the spot's portal things. Yeah. And the spot just Mr. Magoo his way into <laughs> running into it. Yeah. Like that time, like that one time in Homestuck where they beat a guy who can go really, really fast by just sticking their leg out and waiting for him to run into it. I mean, mm-hmm. that works. Uh, yeah, the, it's, um, it's very um, funny because that's, that's the whole thing. You're like, you're like, hmm, this guy, this guy is really fast. And then he just holds his leg out. He trips over it, and then he beats him in the head with a cast iron <laughs> horse hitcher. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, this list that Aurora posted does contain no use of the word sinister, which is especially mm-hmm. funny for Spider-Man, considering wild. the Sinister Six. Uh, I think my favorite is No Real Vampires. Uh, also yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> it has Morbius in it! Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's, yeah, exactly, he's in it. He sucks your plasma he's with his hands. He's not technically a vampire, he's the living vampire. Morbius the Living Vampire. Yeah, he's Morbius. Oh, wait, also Blade is in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is? Yeah, Blade yeah, is in the cartoon. Stew. Good lord. There, no breaking glass. There's the no hurting pigeons. No guns with bullets. Every gun has to be a laser gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the laser There's guns, though. Thing, okay, I, do, I did like the... Did they ever have a gun that fired, like, bombs or grenades or something? You know, I'm not sure. Just tossing the bombs around. No, but they did have missile launches. Yeah, they did have missiles. I guess missile launches don't count as bullet gun. <laughs> no blood slash killing slash injuries or death caused by violence. So, like, slapstick is still fine. <laughs> but natural causes. <laughs> yeah, that's why they fucking fine. spun the guy around. <laughs> also, natural causes is okay because that's what happened to yeah, May Jane like, and the other clone guy. Oh, yeah, there uh, we were go. Were they allowed to, like, okay. Right, yeah, that's why Spider Carnage had to kill himself because he couldn't be killed by someone else. He didn't mm-hmm. kill himself. He jumped into a portal from which nothing ever comes back and inside no, it, of which no, nothing not, exists. It's not a portal that, from which nothing ever comes back. It's specifically a portal that obliterates everything that goes through it. But they didn't say dead. <laughs> yeah, That's true. They said destroy or obliterate or something like that. Yep. But he did obliterate himself. Like, that's I just mean, a thing he did. If there's no body, then you can't prove he's dead. <laughs> now can you? You can't prosecute. Yeah. This is exactly like fucking people on TikTok using, doing everything they can to get out of saying kill or die. Goodness. Yeah, he went. He went through the portal and he unalived himself. Gosh. All right, he did what in his cup? Uh, Yusuf says favorite Spider Family design. Ah, uh, they're all, all like all of them are good. I know it's a cop out, but Spider yeah, designs are all good. Silk. I remember that being a character. I guess, guess transgender is good. Uh, I guess uh, uh, in I mean, whatever. Still okay. is Ghost Spider, who is Spider Grin, are two separate characters. Oh, Silk suit is cool. Mm-hmm. I was going to say or whatever. Uh, Gwen is transgender. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, mine would be, I'd probably say, Ben Riley's original Spider suit, Spider Man suit, when he took up the mantle of Spider Man for a little bit. Ooh, I don't know if I've seen that one. Hold up. It's basically the same thing as Mayday's. Oh, okay. I was going to say Mayday's suit. She's also cool. Yeah. I like her. I love her uh, spider legs, like, extending into her actual arms and legs. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, um, thoughts on Doc Ock and Spider-Man and the Superior Octopus? Well, Superior Octopus? Uh, you skipped oh, one. Oh, we skipped DC one, sorry. Had, they superhero family, both Marvel and DC. Uh, I saw a Homestuck fanfiction with the Bat family in it once, and it was good. Yeah, like... Yes, there's superhero families, but the Bat family kind of is like one of the few that's like a actual family without being like just a team. Yeah, uh, the the tur- the Ninja Turtles are a good one. The Disney Channel has a TV show about like a family of supervillains that are in hiding or some crap. I haven't actually watched that though. I mean, Fantastic Four is a family. Does Ben Ten count? Because like they all ended up being able to do something. Yeah, unclear. I think the Bat Family wins on sheer numbers. Yeah, honestly, yeah. There's just so yeah, but, many of them. There's a dog. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they they're a superhero family that feels like a family, but also isn't like a team. Yeah, like a, like the gimmick isn't that oh they're a team and that's why they feel like a family. No, they just feel like a family because they are a family. Yeah, they're honestly and they're all. They're honestly a family. They all have their own separate things. Yeah, they're honestly they're only a family outside of costume because they all work alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that reminds me. I got to get back to reading that Batman or that Bat Family webtoon. I'm so behind. I should send you the, the Homestuck fanfiction that I mentioned. Oh no. Uh, also I'll- from Deep Sea. Oh, false on Dark Ark as Spider Man slash for Superior's Octopus. I uh, um, don't. I haven't read the Superior <laughs> Octopus comics, but I have read Superior Spider-Man, and I like it. Everything I've heard about it sounds really cool. I wish we could get to a point where like the movies would do that shit, or even a TV show would do that shit for a few episodes. Um, I think one of the like the latest one, or the one before the latest one, if they started a new one recently, he did. A quote unquote superior Spider Man arc, but it was really just, oh, Dark Ark stole Peter Parker's body. Oh, yeah. It. Okay, you did say the superior octopus. I don't think that's a thing, but I did see an octopus it, at the aquarium the other day, and it was pretty good. There's that. There was a comic book one called the superior octopus. Yeah, it looks, it it looks like superior Spider Man? No, so there, it looks Spider-Man like there is. Came first, and there's a. The time where Doc Ock was basically just dead because Peter Parker was giving his body back. And after that, um, Ben Riley was brought back, but as a villain, as a jackal who made clones. Uh. And he brought, brought Doc Ock back, but he also had a backup clone of Peter Parker in case, because since Ben is his, Ben is a clone of Peter Parker, if he made a backup body just in case he died or something. <laughs> but Doc Ock stole that body he, and put his mind into it so that way he could have all of Spider-Man's powers again because he remembered being superior Spider-Man. Interesting. And 
He had a run called Superior Octopus. It looks like he was connected to Hydra from the pictures that I'm seeing. Yep, Superior Octopus came after the whole high Secret Empire okay. arc. I, ah. I'm still thinking of Superior Octopus as just a real octopus. I mean, that is also good. Like, Superior Spider-Man has man in it, so it's definitely some kind of a guy. Superior Octopus just sounds like a really cool sea creature. <laughs> That's like like I'd support that is the thing though. Mm-hmm. Man, the Superior Spider-Man suit's also pretty cool. Why are all the Spider-Man suits so good? <laughs> because yeah, Spider-Man's Spider-Man's yeah. good. Uh, do you we want to make up any scores. more questions, or do we want to call it? Um, the same. There's not really any more questions. Yeah, but I have you two hostage here. <laughs> Allow me to talk about the. Saturday cut short manga series Spider-Man Fake Red which only had 14 oh, chapters that's and sad. was cancelled due to low sales. Oh. And it's about a guy who named you who finds Spider-Man's suit and due to Peter Parker being missing, he has to wear the suit and pretend to be Spider-Man. And note you does not have any superpowers. Man, that does sound really good, though. Like, there's a part where he tries, like, to sell the bit. He has to swing away after rescuing someone. Oh, no. He's able to swing over a wall, but immediately, like, as soon as he's out of eyesight of everyone, he just lets go and falls into a bush because he doesn't know how to actually... (laughs) God, that's good, though. But, yeah. Due to it being cancelled, it's, like... It was very clear that it was supposed to be like a more, more spaced out mystery of where Peter went and who was behind Peter going missing. Interesting. But again, only 14 chapters, so they had to wrap it up at like the last three or four chapters. Also, instead of having a love interest, Yu's best friend is a lesbian. Yo, lesbians. Yeah. Yeah. It's so wild that, like, even for as even for the fact that that still doesn't happen much, it's so wild that like manga gets away with making gay characters more often than American comics, and like actually letting them be gay. Which again, like I said, still doesn't even yeah, happen. I like much it there. when the gays are gay and do gay things. Yeah, like they to kind of temper expectations. They do set it up like it's about to be her confessing to you that she has a thing for him. But, but it turns out that she confesses that, oh, I have a thing for this girl that's in our friend group. Can you help me ask her out? Well, she's basically like, hey, I didn't have the courage to say, tell everyone this, but knowing that you are Spider-Man has given me the courage just to actually go confess to her. Aww. But I wanted to let you know first, since you're my best friend. God, that's sweet, though. That's cute. It is. This fake red is really good. It's a crime that it got cancelled. <laughs> I grabbed Artie's snoot and got dog tears on myself. <laughs> but I have heard that the, the latest Spider-Man manga is, is good, too. But it's basically a twist on the superior Spider-Man arc that Instead of searching bodies for Peter Parker, Doc Ock somehow searched, well, got put into a body of a 
a element Japanese elementary girl, girl <laughs> and has to find her way back to his body <laughs> while also dealing with said elementary girl still being in, in the body with him. That's fucking incredible. Isn't there a manga that does that with Starscream? Yes. Interesting. But oh, yeah. from what I heard about the Dark Arc one, they do make it clear that, like, yeah, they just swap control whenever the girl needs to actually get to the bathroom. So oh, it's not really like the Starscream one. God. Ah. I see. For those who don't know, the Starscream manga where he. The Starscream is put in the body of an anime girl, has an extended bit where his Starscream does not know how human bodies work and so pees himself. Starscream does not know how to piss. Mm-hmm. That's that's a thing that is that sure is a whole thing. Let's go ahead and move into plugs. Yeah. Uh, I'm V. You can find me here on the Disney. Disney minus Discord, but you can also, since I'm substituting for Nero, you can find them on Twitter at Dragon Smooches, on co-host at Dragon Snuggler, on Tumblr at Cychronus, but with a 5 and 7 S at the end. And you can find their podcasts, such as His Prime Cuts, Radio Free Hydrogen, and Talk Cycles. And also, who support the strikes for yes. writers and yeah. actor strikes? Yeah, it's still going on. Me. So, yeah, still I know there's a podcast that relies on Disney Plus, but we're the only ones that need to be on there. Y'all visit your local pirate hat shops. Also, <laughs> like they're not the the strikers are specifically saying don't boycott, so don't boycott. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, Ash, do you want to go next, or do you want me to get me and Kat next? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll go next. Okay. Uh, I'm also on Resident... I'm at Awful World Kid on Twitter and at co-hosts, and technically also on Tumblr and Reddit, uh, and on Discord. Uh, bleh, bleh. Uh, I'm not... I don't do much other than this podcast and the other podcast I'm on with Steven and Veer Resident Beats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of podcast, in terms of projects, I'm tangentially involved with. Uh, listen to some podcasts on the Moonshot Network, uh, and play Cool Station at CoolStation.space. That's CoolStation.space. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any other projects that I want to recommend? Uh, play Hard Space Shipbreaker. It's good. Mm-hmm. Play Celeste. Celeste is good. I like Celeste. Everybody likes Celeste. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, I think that might be it for me. Okay. And then Kat is on Twitter at Z minus eighty seven. That's thankfully all she's got going on. I'm on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's a spot like Marshmallow, but it's got my name in it. There's also Dad underscore Tastic. I don't know. I'll post eventually maybe. There's Disney Minus Pod for this one. There's Rosie Beat Pod for Resident Beats, and then there's Cloth Wednesdays where I post cloth on Wednesdays. And now Bearing in mind that the next uh, movie that we do will be number 69. Ash, what is your pick? Ah, uh, yes. My pick is uh, the only the only movie I could find uh, that has a Jewish Tony Award winner 
a French WWF Hall of Fame member, a real actual member, a real actual member of the British House of Lords, and Columbo. Uh, it is the Princess Bride. Hey, wait, is that on Disney Plus? Nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was acquired by Disney in 2019. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it's a good. We're watching a good one for once. A yeah, good feature length movie. I will finally Steven, have watched it. When I first got the choice, and I gave you a multiple choice question of what could be the, my pick. Damn it. One of the options was The Princess Bride. Oh, we were yeah. so close. Yeah, yeah but the, in, the Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I will finally have watched this movie then. All right. I'll see but you then. You haven't seen it before? No podcast. Hang on, let me go ahead and update the list. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Come on. But yeah, I guess while you're doing that, um, thanks for listening and fuck Disney. Yeah, thanks for listening and uh, fuck Disney. Yeah, support support the writers and actors strikes. Yeah, support the writers and actors strikes and support your local Twitch streamers. Mm-hmm. They're cool. Okay, there we go. I got everything uh, put in or typed in. Yeah, fuck Disney. I'm out. I gotta get Chris in the bed. See ya. See ya.